Our scripture today is the first six verses of the fifth chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to the grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you know the difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Well, I'll tell you, an acquaintance is someone you know well enough to borrow from, but not well enough to lend to. <laughs> now, what do you think is the worst of all disabilities? That's the question that was posed to me from her wheelchair by the woman who at that time was the head of the Governor's Advocacy Council for People with Disabilities. As we were waiting for lunch at a diner just down Fayetteville Street, she explained that a mutual acquaintance had prompted her question. My friend said that our acquaintance it said that blindness was the worst of all disabilities. Well, I thought about all the people with serious disabilities and multiple disabilities I had known and said, no, the worst, the worst of all disabilities is to live without hope. See, you can live with little or no vision or hearing or mobility or even money, or intelligence. But living without hope is just not much of a life. Now, Romans is the letter that Paul wrote to, as he said, to God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints. And he greeted him with words close to those that you may hear your preacher on Sunday greet you with I, that's what we do it in at Berea in Johnston County. Grace to you and peace from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. At that time, he was hoping to come to Rome so that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. In Romans 5, Paul says, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. And notices that he uses the present tense. We are, not we will be at peace, but we are at peace. The present condition of the Christian 
is grace. And the future hope is to share God's glory. Remember, we're not saved by our own good works, but by God's good work. In Christ Jesus, God has given us what another writer calls a new opportunity for forgiveness of sin and restored relationship to God, and that is our basis for hope. You remember what Paul said? He wrote, suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts, suffering, endurance, character, hope. That's not some chain reaction formula. It's a process that helps us get through our troubles. Over the 30 years that I worked as the psychologist for the North Carolina Division of Services for the Blind, I often worked with people who were struggling to deal with loss of vision, which was often a loss that was accompanied by loss of job, loss of spouse, loss of friends, and numerous other losses. Sometimes I'd ask them how they had dealt with other losses or challenges in their life, other challenges they had faced. That is, we were looking for skills and experiences they had in life that could help them weather this storm, or what I call this earthquake of losing vision. I remember one fellow who told me that going blind had been hard, but that divorce bout killed me. <laughs> you see, part of my job was to help people find that inner strength as well as a supportive network and set of skills as they learn to adapt to that new condition in their life, to find hope. In the fifth verse, Paul says that we have hope that does not disappoint. There's a writer named Daniel uh, Simonson who wrote that hope is an attitude toward the future, an assurance that God's promises will be kept, a confidence that what is bad will pass, what is good will be preserved. First, we have hope that God's going to provide the necessities of life, food and water, place to live and work. Secondly, we hope that God will protect us from danger. And third, we hope for justice. And fourth, we hope that God will neither abandon nor forsake us, but will let us live in peace and love with other human beings. We do not live in hope because we are somehow afflicted with foolish optimism. The theologian Karl Barth writes, our hope is different in kind, for it is the hope of faith. This hope does not rise and fall. It is hope centered not in human capacity, but in the capacity and purpose of God. It is not an achievement of our spirit somehow, but the action of the Holy Spirit. The fifth through eighth chapters of the book of Romans are said to form something of a circle. We begin by reading those first six verses of that circle. Now consider where it brings you. Paul says, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, 
He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So what then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us? from the love of Christ. Will hardship or distress, or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sore? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else and all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. No matter what happens, no matter how hard things get, no matter what anyone says, including that voice in the back of your head in the middle of the night. No matter what, we hope. God doesn't just have our back. God holds us, you and me. God holds us in God's hands. Therefore, we have hope. Thanks be to God.